This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Greetings, loyal listeners. You are listening to The Blowhole on Finsider Radio. Today, Rob and I mourn a vintage Miami Dolphin performance from last Sunday. Uh, we're going to discuss a little bit about the Tua Tagovailoa benching and just uh, a really, really, really disappointing performance in Denver last Sunday by your Miami Dolphins. Um, kind of had a feeling in the back of my mind like they were due for a letdown. Um, all the all the confidence and warm feelings were strange to me, so I wasn't completely surprised. But we'll see. Hopefully, this team can turn it around uh, this week coming up. So we're gonna have a very short show. Yeah. So uh, let me just jump in right here. This is this is going to be a short show and a weird one. So. Uh, James Radio and I have officially phoned it in for this week. We couldn't get our schedules to line up uh, with the holidays and the and the time zone difference that we have between us. So James has uh, sent me via voicemail his takes, uh, the intro, which we just heard, which is fantastic, James. Thank you very much. Uh, and then he's going to give us his uh, his the takes on the benching and uh, what and what he's his thoughts on the Jets game coming up. Um, I will obviously chime in on those those two things as well, and we'll go from there. Uh, we won't have our full show. We'll actually try to do a full show before the before the game on Sunday if we can line it up after after Thanksgiving. But uh, this is a special holiday. Phone it in. So back to you, James. What do you think? We're six and four. Um, if anybody would have told me we would have been six and four at this point of the season, I would have been ecstatic. But nonetheless, it just feels so, so disappointing when we were on that five-game winning streak and everything seemed to be going right. Even the Denver game got off. The game got off to a great start with the uh, Xavier Howard interception. And then uh, uh, Tua let us down to a touchdown. The offense did really nothing after that. I really was – I get the play calling was terrible. Um, the defense couldn't stop the, the Denver Broncos running game get them off the field it just it wasn't a very good performance all around no no it was it was a terrible performance all around um but honestly i want to give uh i want to give 
the, the the Broncos credit here. I feel like they came out they came out with the correct scheme um, to stop what our offense was doing. You know, we had the there's a few games of tape on it now that seems to make a big difference for these NFL defenses. They were able to take away those first reads, those quick slants. You know, they were really playing the guys tight, and uh, and Tua did look a little lost from his first throw. I mean, his first what did he had those two or three incompletions and his first completion was actually the touchdown pass. But we, we talk, I mean, we've talked all week, all, you know, every week we talk about how great his accuracy is and his accuracy was off from the beginning. So I don't know if this, if that was what the Broncos were throwing at him, you know, if it was just, you know, I, I honestly, I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping it's just a one week kind of blip. Um, and on the other side, the defense, you know, we said, we, we've been saying this, all year this is a defense that play is is only good for playing with a lead because we can't stop the run even i even said it last week where you know we can run into an inferior team that if they get a lead and can run on us you know we might be in trouble and lo and behold you know it wasn't it wasn't even you know 72 hours later that that's exactly what what they did to us um and you know it is what it is the defense obviously the offense was not helping with all the three and outs the defense was out there too long I mean honestly I think they did a great job with the 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 Van Ginkle fumble was insane uh to keep us within a one score game and and the 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 one that you mentioned that that started off the game in 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 to get us in a in a you know in a up seven nothing again um, got us to the position, but the offense was just three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out. It was, it was, it was ugly. So with that ugly offense, that brings us to uh, the elephant in the room, the Tua benching. The Tua benching. Yep, the Tua benching. I, I was fine with it at first when it happened. I thought he was hurt. I thought he got the fact that he took it looked like you know it. It looked like he might have injured his leg or his hip. But um, I'm glad that he wasn't. I also kind of agree that there there needed to be a change. I mean, the offense was, was not doing anything. He was holding the ball for way too long. I think it was probably to his benefit to see Fitzpatrick get in there and how he ran the offense, um, you know, and, and how it should have been going against those those sorts of looks. It seemed like Fitzpatrick was getting the ball out much faster, you know, identifying single coverage and getting the ball out. I mean, it didn't. The receivers weren't getting, you know, a lot of separation. But it's the NFL; they're not going to get a lot of separation. So you have to identify single coverage and throw to those wide receivers. So hopefully, it was a lesson that he learned. I was disappointed that we lost the game, but maybe had they gone to fifth a little sooner, they might have had more time and and, and might have came back and won. I have no problem with the uh, with the switch, though. Completely agree. I do not. I did not have a problem with the switch with the benching. Um, so. The one thing I noticed early on, so at the end of the first half, the Broncos had the ball and they were they looked like they they weren't doing anything with it, and we did not call our timeouts. We could have called our timeouts and gotten the ball back, you know, with a chance to score at the end of the half. And Flores was like, "Nope, no thanks. Let's just go into halftime." So I knew at that point he did not like the way our offense was lined up with the defense. He wasn't even going to try to even to 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 get a field goal out of this so that was so in my head I said okay they're going into the going into the locker room gonna try for some uh, adjustments see what this see what this offense can do um 
in the second half, and in the second half they could do they did again. It was more of the same. They could not get anything done. Tua did not have time. Uh, the line wasn't protecting him. He was not making great reads. Uh, he was not making great throws. Everything looked kind of out of sorts. And then he took that hit. And yes, uh, Flores came out and said he wasn't hurt. But this was, if I'm not mistaken, this was about. 15 minutes after we we found out burrow was lost for the season you know for the Bengals, and he took that hit and and which was his seventh sack i believe uh even though one of one of them was like a run out of bounds uh so you know but hit six times um brought to the ground and, he, and the way he was bent and crumpled i think it was you know it was time to get him out of there there was the, i know people want him want it to be a learning opportunity but this was this was it was He's too important. That game wasn't getting what we weren't going to win it. We know we saw what Fitz could do last year playing behind a bad offensive line. And uh, and he could do Fitz things, right? He can move the ball, get us a field goal, move the ball and uh, throw a pick. Um, I still think, you know, two of, we know two is going to start next week. He should start next week. Um, but it's nice to know that if uh, a defense does come up and scheme something that two is unavailable, you know, unable to to take advantage of we do have Fitzpatrick um waiting and I and I think you know two is smart enough and this coaching staff is good enough where he understands you know he doesn't have to look over his shoulder it's not like you know this you know Tua knows he's the starter um and and I think this that was more of a, a protection to keep him healthy so uh, I agree with the move and and it Put us in a position to win the game, which I, I don't think Tua could have done. And again, he's so young. It's just still like his third, you know, <laughs> it's his third, fourth start. Um, yeah, we, it's, you know, there's growing pains, but this this offense is going to grow and he's going to grow with it. And, and uh, I don't think it's not the end of the world. Like we said last week, good teams lose to teams, you know, to teams that are worse than them all the time. Otherwise, you know. The Chiefs would would never lose a game. Um, it happens, and it happened to us. It's hard to win. We weren't going to win like eight or nine in a row, you know. But uh, hopefully, we'll take these next two, and then we'll go into the, you know, then we'll have those four reasonably tough games to decide, you know, if we're going to win a division or play for the playoffs. So uh, yeah, so that brings us to the Jets. What do you think about uh, playing the Jets next week? Looking forward to the Jets game on Sunday. Um, they will be traveling to New York. The Jets are playing better of late. They seem to have uh, established some kind of identity on offense with uh, Brashad Perryman uh, seemingly making some some plays. Um, their defense is, is, is not terrible. Um, they did kind of give us a hard time last last time we played them, uh, even though we, you know, I, I know we, we crushed them, but the defense was, you know, we didn't, we didn't put up a ton of points on them. And given the way we looked last week, I don't think it's as much of a gimme as we were thinking before. Um, I do think they still win. Um, I just don't think it's going to be, I, I mean, I hope it's a blowout. I hope they get back to where they, you know, had been playing before, but I think it's going to be a little bit of a closer game. Um, hopefully to a response. Um, that's, you know, that's what I'm hoping to see in a positive way. And he bounces back. Uh, that's what the you know truly elite quarterbacks do. Um, but he, he did not look at all, at all like what I was thinking he was going to look like. And in the, in the four games he's played, the numbers, uh, are, are starting to, to not look very great. Um, he seems to be just so afraid of 
making a turnover that he's he's just not taking any any shots at all. So uh, that can't happen uh, against the Jets. Um, we we can't allow them to uh, you know to dictate the play. We need to go after them. Like, hopefully, we're going to be a little bit more aggressive both on offense and defense. Um, my prediction: Miami Dolphins uh, twenty-four, New York Jets sixteen. Rob, what's your take? So obviously, Roptimist here uh, also believes that the Dolphins will beat the Jets. Um, I do not think the Jets can will be able to scheme and repeat uh, what Denver did. Hopefully, there's not enough. I didn't get to watch the game a second time yet, but hopefully, there's not enough uh, tape left behind to to duplicate what they did. Um, on the other side. Uh, Sam Darnold is he practiced today to where this was Wednesday that um, uh, that we recorded our parts. Um, so he may actually he's going to try to play. Honestly, this this is going to be a, a, one of the more insane. Well, I say insane things all the time, but I think Flacco is better than Darnold and Flacco is terrible. Um, but at least he'll he'll. Like you said, he'll make those. He'll he'll make two shots to Perriman and has a chance of hitting one um, each game, uh, which means Darnold is done in in New York. I mean, which is obvious. Him and Gase are are, are both going to be done at the end of this. They'll, they're going to try their rebuild with with their first round uh, with their probably first overall pick um, in this coming draft. Now I'm not as worried about the the offense not putting up as many points last time because that was early on and and this team will will run out the clock. Um once they have the big lead, we we know that they they don't they don't pile on um and and in that game and just like in the Jaguars game and and even in the similar to the the Niners and the Rams like uh the fourth quarter when we had that lead, it was just it was just run, run, run. It was just shut it down and let the defense take care of it. Um, I imagine we'll get back to that. Uh, I I do think um, I'm hoping Gailey is gonna you know we'll come up with some things, um, figure out some of the things we did uh, you know that we did wrong in Denver and and just keep adding wrinkles every week to this offense so that uh, Tua can open it up and and own it a little more. Um, so I think, uh, I kind of have a similar, similar feel and score, except I think we are going to win 28 to nine. Yeah. 28 to nine where let's crush those guys. All right. As promised, this is a real short one. We didn't want to. We didn't want to have this week go by without getting our, our, our two cents in on the on the two of benching and, and the fact that, you know, we believe everything's going to be okay. Uh, we'll try to get in with a full episode this week. But in the meantime, let's go Dolphins and FTJ.